Outro music. Hi there listeners. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm here with my co-host Jen. That's right. Tom. And today, we have an interesting topic to discuss. The ARB. Advanced Reasoning Benchmark for Large Language Models. Now, that might sound like a mouthful. But don't worry. We'll break it down for you and explain everything in an intuitive way. Absolutely. Jen. So let's get right into it. The ARB is a benchmark that evaluates the performance of large language models on advance. Reasoning problems in various fields such as mathematics, physics, biology, chemistry, and law. That's correct. Tom. These large language models have shown impressive performance on different quantitative reasoning benchmarks. But as they continue to improve, the existing benchmarks are losing their utility in evaluating their true capabilities. That's a great point. And that's where ARB comes in. It presents a more challenging test with advanced reasoning problems in multiple fields. It pushes the boundaries of what these language models can do. Absolutely fascinating stuff. The benchmark also includes a subset of challenging math and physics problems that require advanced symbolic reasoning and domain knowledge. And they didn't just stop there. To improve both automatic and assisted evaluation capabilities for these models, they introduced a rubric-based evaluation approach. This allows the models to score their own intermediate reasoning steps by creating rubrics based on reference solutions and human-written rubrics examples. Wow! That sounds like an innovative way to assess performance on complex tasks. It's fascinating how these language models are being used in different domains like law and medicine. Absolutely. Models like ChatGPT have even shown the ability to pass entry-level examinations in fields like law and medicine. But as the paper highlights, there's still a lot of room for improvement in terms of deep understanding and reliability in specialized domains. Indeed. Tom. It's exciting to see how these models can augment skilled professionals and enhance automation. Systems the ARB is an important step towards evaluating their reasoning capabilities and pushing the boundaries of what they can do. Well said, Jen. And that brings us to the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the advanced reasoning benchmark for large language models. As always. Stay curious and keep learning. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. Until next time, this is Tom and Jen signing off. Take care. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back to another episode of Tom and Jen's award-winning podcast. And guess what, folks? We have an exciting sponsor today. Oh, you bet we do. Get ready to unleash your inner orc in the kitchen with Orcish Spatula Extravaganza Inc. They've got everything you need to conquer mealtime like a true savage. Absolutely, Jen. Are you tired of those flimsy spatulas that barely handle a pancake? I hear ya, Tom. 
But fear not. Because Orkish Spatula Extravaganza Inc. has got your back. Their spatulas are made from real forged steel enchanted by actual orcs in their cooking caves. And let me tell you. These bad boys can handle anything. Whether it's flipping pancakes or slaying burgers on the grill. These spatulas are built for warriors. Plus, folks, their unique ergonomic design makes smashing potatoes feel just like crushing your enemies on the battlefield. Nothing says I mean business in the kitchen like wielding an Aussish spatula. It's both practical and hilarious. That's right. And here's the best part. While supplies last, every purchase from Orkish Spatula Extravaganza Inc. comes with a complimentary t-shirt that reads my spatula is mightier than your sword. Tom laughs. You'll be the talk of every dinner party wearing that masterpiece. Jen giggles. So don't delay. Head over to www.orkishspatulas.com now and start embracing your inner culinary warrior today. Music fades out. Well folks, I never thought I'd say this but. Happy spatula shopping. Jen. Laughing. Happy spat cooking everyone. Stay tuned for more weirdness on Tom and Jen's podcast. End of commercial. Welcome back to the Science Explorers podcast. Where we dive deep into fascinating topics and explore the wonders of the scientific world. I'm your host, Tom. And as always, I'm joined by my incredible co-host, Jen. How are you doing today, Jen? Hey Tom, I'm doing great. I can't wait to dive into another mind-blowing topic with you. Well get ready, because today's topic is both complex and captivating. We're going to be exploring the world of geometric wavelet scattering networks on compact Riemannian manifolds. Wow, that sounds incredibly intricate. Can you break it down in simpler terms for our listeners who might not be familiar with these concepts? Absolutely. Let's start with Riemannian manifolds. In essence, they are mathematical spaces that have curved surfaces like spheres or torus shapes. These manifolds allow us to generalize our understanding of space beyond the traditional flat Euclidean geometry we are used to. So basically, they provide a way to describe and study shapes that are more dynamic and flexible than what we encounter in everyday life? Exactly. Now let's move on to geometric wavelet scattering networks. You may have heard of convolutional neural networks. Con-V-Nets. Before, the powerful tools used in deep learning that excel at analyzing data like images or audio. Ah yes. Con-V-Nets. Those are quite popular these days. But how do they relate to geometric wavelet scattering networks? Great question. Geometric wavelet scattering networks are essentially an adaptation of convenets specifically. Designed for analyzing data on these curved manifolds we just discussed. That sounds fascinating. So instead of just analyzing flat images or 2D data like traditional convenets do, these geometric wavelet scattering networks can handle the complexities and nuances of data living 
on these curved surfaces? Exactly. They utilize wavelet filters and nonlinear operations to extract useful features from signals. Residing on these manifolds, these networks are engineered to capture both local and global features while being stable to noise. Orientations and deformations on these manifolds. That's absolutely mind-boggling. I can only imagine the applications these networks could have in fields like computer graphics, image classification, or even quantum chemistry. Absolutely. And that's exactly what we'll be exploring in today's episode. We'll dive deeper into the mathematical foundations of geometric wavelet scattering networks on compact Riemannian manifolds. We'll also uncover how these networks relate to the emerging field of geometric deep learning. It sounds like we're in for an enlightening journey through complex mathematics and its practical applications. I'm excited. Well, hold on tight because it's going to be a wild ride. So grab your thinking caps and join us as we unravel the mysteries of geometric wavelet scattering. Networks on compact Riemannian manifolds. Don't worry if you're not a math whiz. We'll guide you through these complex topics in an intuitive way. Get ready for an exciting episode full of insights, learning, and maybe even some scientific breakthroughs. Let's get started. Theme music fades. Welcome back everyone to the Science Explorers podcast. We hope you're as excited as we are about today's topic. Geometric wavelet scattering networks on compact Riemannian manifolds. That's right. Tom, in our last segment, we introduced the concept of geometric wavelet scattering networks as a powerful tool for analyzing data residing on curved surfaces called Riemannian manifolds. And just to quickly recap, Riemannian manifolds are mathematical spaces that have curved surfaces or higher dimensional geometries. Geometric wavelet scattering networks allow us to extract useful features from signals living on these manifolds. Absolutely. Now let's dive deeper into the construction and working of these networks. One key component of geometric wavelet scattering networks is the use of wavelet transformations. These transformations are adapted to work in the context of Riemannian manifolds. Right. Jen. And what makes these wavelet transformations special is how they're designed to be robust and invariant to various deformations on the manifold, such as rotations, translations, and other types of transformations that might affect the data differently. That's a fantastic point, Tom. The ability of these wavelets to remain stable when faced with deformations allows us to capture meaningful features from signals residing on manifold data. And it's not just about local features either. These wavelets capture both local and global information about the signal on the manifold. This is a critical aspect because real-world data often contains complex structures that cannot be fully understood by only examining local details. That's absolutely right. Tom. And this property makes geometric wavelet scattering networks particularly adept at tasks like shape classification or manifold recognition. 
where understanding both local and global features is crucial for accurate analysis. Amazing. So how do we construct these geometric wavelet scattering networks? Well, it involves combining multiple stages or layers of operations. Each stage consists of convolutions with different sets of filters called wavelets and nonlinear operations known as modulus nonlinearity. The idea behind stacking multiple stages is that each stage extracts progressively more abstract features from the initial signal representation. By doing so, we can obtain a richer representation that incorporates both low-level details as well as high-level concepts. Right. Jen. And this multi-stage approach helps us solve complex tasks like image classification on curved surfaces or shape recognition in computer graphics more effectively. Definitely. And it's worth mentioning that geometric wavelet scattering networks build upon the foundations of traditional CON-V nets, introducing specific adaptations to handle data residing on curved manifolds. Absolutely. Jen. It's fascinating how these networks combine the power of deep learning with the elegance and mathematical beauty of Riemannian geometry. The potential applications of geometric wavelet scattering networks are vast and have the ability to transform various fields and industries. That's a great summary. Tom, geometric wavelet scattering networks offer an exciting new approach to analyzing data on compact Riemannian manifolds. Whether it's analyzing images with intricate shapes or extracting meaningful features from complex 3D models. These networks have a lot to offer. Well said, Jen. I hope our listeners found this discussion enlightening and inspiring. We'll be sharing more fascinating insights in future episodes. So don't forget to tune in. As always, thank you for joining us today on the Science Explorers podcast. Keep exploring, keep discovering, and stay curious. Until next time. We'll see you soon. Opening music. Welcome back to another episode of Transcendent Tresses. The intergalactic podcast that takes your hairstyle to new cosmic heights. That's right, Tom. And today's show is brought to you by Nebulash. The one-stop destination for all your celestial styling needs. Are you tired of boring old haircuts? Want a look that's out of this world? Look no further than Nebulash. They'll give you hairstyles that are quite literally stellar. Trust me when I say this place is truly out of this world. They've got stylists who trained in zero gravity and can create epic hairstyles using stardust and moonbeams. It sounds like magic, Jen. But it's not just your average cut and color. We're talking about hair transformations so extraordinary they transcend dimensions. Absolutely. Tom, whether you want a coiffure with comet trails or braids inspired by constellations, Nebulash has got you covered. And guess what? They even offer wormhole extensions. Wormhole extensions? That sounds fantastical. It sure does. Want long flowing locks like an ethereal siren from another galaxy? 
Just step into their salon and let their expert team bend space-time for the perfect length. I have to ask, Jen, what about maintaining these otherworldly masterpieces? Great question. Tom, you might think maintaining the look of stars in your hair would be difficult. But thanks to Nebulash's patented cosmic holding spray Astro Hold, every style remains intact no matter how many light years away from home you travel. Tom. Whispering. Astro Hold. Impressive name choice. Jen. Whispering. Definitely catches attention. But wait till they hear about their incredible range of color treatments. Oh. I can't wait. Tell me more. Well. When it comes to coloring your locks at Nebulash. The sky is not even the limit. They have a full spectrum of intergalactic hues, from supernova silver to galactic green. Who wouldn't want to rock those glamorous cosmic shades? It's like having your very own personal nebula on your head. Jen. Giggling. Exactly. Tom. And our Transcendent Dresses listeners are in luck because Nebulash is offering an exclusive discount. Just mention our podcast at checkout and receive a complimentary alien scalp massage with any style. That's right, folks. So remember, if you're ready for a hair journey that defies gravity and unleashes your inner star power, visit Nebulash, where stunning hairstyles are born from cosmic dust and laughter echoes throughout the universe. Closing music fading. Thanks for tuning in again today for another mind-blowing episode of Transcendent Tresses. Keep those hair follicles feeling fabulous in every dimension. Stay tuned next time. We might just have an interview with an actual sentient hairbrush from Planet Zobatron 5. Until then, happy styling everyone. End. Welcome back to another episode of the Tech Champs Podcast. I'm Tom, your host. And as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Jen. How are you today, Jen? Hi, Tom. I'm doing great. Excited for today's episode. We have a really interesting topic to dive into. Absolutely. Today's topic is all about stabilizing transformer training by preventing attention entropy collapse. Sounds complex, but we'll break it down and make it intuitive for our listeners. Definitely. To give you all a quick overview, we'll be discussing a recent paper titled Stabilizing Transformer Training by Preventing Attention. Entropy Collapse by Shuangfei Jai et al. This paper explores the training dynamics of transformers and how attention entropy plays a crucial role in training stability. That's right. The authors noticed a pattern where low attention entropy correlated with high training instability. In transformers, this instability can manifest as oscillating loss or divergence during training. Exactly. They named this phenomenon entropy collapse and set out to find a solution to prevent it. The proposed solution is called sigma reparum, which involves reparameterizing the linear layers of the transformer with spectral normalization and an additional learned scalar. And here's the interesting part sigma reparum successfully prevents entropy collapse in the attention layers. 
leading to more stable training. The authors conducted experiments on various tasks such as image classification, self-supervised learning, machine translation, speech recognition, and language modeling. Throughout these experiments, they demonstrated that Sigma Reparum not only stabilizes training but also improves model performance in many cases. For example, they were able to train a vision transformer to competitive performance without various techniques, like warm-up or adaptive optimizers. It's fascinating how such a simple modification can have such significant effects on training, stability and performance. And the best part is that Sigma Reparum is compatible with different architectures and tasks. Absolutely. This paper sheds light on the importance of attention entropy in transformers and provides a practical solution for preventing entropy collapse. It's essential knowledge for anyone working with transformers or interested in deep learning. Definitely. So, if you're ready to dive deep into the world of transformers, attention entropy, and stabilizing training, then buckle up because this episode will be both informative and entertaining. That's right. Tom, we'll make sure to break down the complex concepts from the paper into easy to understand explanations. So stay tuned for more on stabilizing transformer training by preventing attention entropy collapse. That's all for our introduction. Grab your favorite beverage. Sit back. And enjoy this episode of the Tech Champs podcast. Background music playing. Welcome back, folks. We have a very special sponsor for today's episode of Tom and Jen's Unfiltered Adventure, Crystal Thunder Company. Unleashing the power of crystallized thunderbolts. That's right. Tom, are you tired of boring old energy drinks? Well, say hello to the newest booming trend in town, Crystal Thunder. Imagine a drink so electrifying that you'd feel like Thor himself raided your local supermarket. But instead of his mighty hammer, he brought along some groovy lightning bolts. Zeus-like sound effect asterisk. Crystal Thunder Co. prides itself on capturing those magnificent bolts straight from Mother Nature herself. They carefully harness them and bottle up all that raw power. And let me tell you folks. These bottles are no joke. They shimmer like Mjolnir in the sunlight with glittery crystals embedded within their walls. Absolutely. Tom, it's like drinking pure magical thunder every single time. Sips drink simultaneously asterisk both hosts. Simultaneously. Whoa. Tom. In awe. Jen. How did we end up floating? Jen. Equally astonished. I don't know but this crystallized thunder must be key to levitation powers. Sound effect. Whooshing wind asterisk narrator, voiceover guy. Suddenly enters with dramatic tone. Caution advised while consuming crystal thunder. Side effects may include spontaneous dancing on clouds. Uncontrollable fits of giggles. Spontaneous electrical discharge when touching metal objects. Wait a minute. Asterisk SFX, zap. Electric shock sound asterisk narrator, voiceover guy. In a slightly startled tone. Ahem. 
Just kidding about the last one. Sorta. Cut to logo reveal. Crystal Thunder Co. Unleashing the power of crystallized thunderbolts. Proud sponsors of Tom and Jen's Unfiltered Adventure Podcast. Get your hands on a bottle of Crystal Thunder now. Folks. But be warned, it's like sipping a lightning storm. And don't forget to use our podcast discount code THUNDERFUN for an extra jolt of fun. Both hosts. Enthusiastically. Stay electrified and tune in next time for more adventure. Background music fades out. Welcome back to another episode of the Brainy Bunch Podcast. I'm Tom, your co-host. And as always, I'm joined by the brilliant Jen. How are you doing today? Jen? Thanks, Tom. I'm doing great and really excited for today's episode. We have a fascinating topic to discuss that might sound a little intimidating at first but fear not. Because we're going to break it down in an intuitive way. Today, we'll be diving into the world of high probability analysis for non-convex stochastic optimization. With clipping. That's right. Jen. This topic stems from a research paper titled High Probability Analysis for Non-Convex Stochastic Optimization with Clipping. The abstract of the paper provides an overview of the key points it covers. It introduces gradient clipping as a technique used to stabilize the training process of neural networks and expands on how this technique can be applied to non-convex stochastic optimization. Absolutely. While gradient clipping has been widely used in practice, its theoretical guarantees have been scarce. Most existing theoretical analyses focus on in-expectation performance and only consider optimization performance. However, this paper takes it a step further by providing high probability analysis in the non-convex setting and deriving optimization bounds and generalization bounds simultaneously. Exactly. Jen. And what makes this study even more interesting is that it considers a heavy-tailed assumption. Where gradients have bounded alpha th moments for some alpha element of 1, 2, which is much weaker than the standard bounded second moment assumption. Right. Tom. The researchers explore popular stochastic optimization algorithms with gradient clipping such as stochastic gradient descent, SGD, momentum techniques, and adaptive step sizes. They aim to provide a comprehensive understanding of the theoretical guarantees of these algorithms in the presence of clipping. So for our listeners who might not be familiar with stochastic optimization, It's a fundamental aspect of modern machine learning and data-driven optimization. Many machine learning problems can be transformed into stochastic optimization problems. And algorithms like SGD have shown great success in training models for various tasks. Absolutely. The paper discusses the empirical success of SGD and other algorithms but also highlights the need for theoretical guarantees to ensure their effectiveness. It also touches upon the heavy-tailed behavior observed in stochastic optimization and how gradient clipping can help address this issue. 
That's where the high probability analysis comes in. Instead of just looking at expected performance, this study provides guarantees with high probability that take into account the probabilistic nature of stochastic optimization algorithms. And not only do they analyze the optimization performance, but they also focus on generalization performance. This is important because we're not just interested in how well a model performs on training examples but how it behaves on testing examples as well. Absolutely. Jen. It's really fascinating how they combine gradient clipping and other techniques to derive these high probability guarantees. They even present pseudocode for SGD with clipping in the paper. Yes. Tom. And I think our listeners will find it helpful to understand how these algorithms work in practice. We'll be discussing the results of this study in more detail in our upcoming episodes. So stay tuned. Definitely. This is such an exciting area of research that has implications for machine learning in optimization fields. We hope that by breaking down complex topics like this one, we can make them more accessible to everyone. That's our goal here at the Brainy Bunch podcast. Tom, we want to bring you fascinating research while making sure it's understandable and enjoyable. So if you're ready to dive into non-convex stochastic optimization with clipping, stay tuned for our next episodes. That's right. Thank you all for joining us today. And we'll see you next time on the Brainy Bunch podcast. Stay curious and keep learning. Upbeat music playing. Hey, Jen. Have you heard about the newest dance sensation taking the world by storm? Oh, you mean Thundersnake Dance Academy? I've definitely felt their electric vibes. That's right. Thundersnake Dance Academy is where lightning meets serpentine moves for the ultimate electrifying dance experience. Whoa. Hold up. You're telling me they combine lightning and snake-like moves? How does that even work? Well, picture this. You step into their studio and boom. Strobe lights flash as thunder rumbles in the background. Suddenly, Professional dancers slither onto the floor with lightning-fast footwork. Incredible. But what if I'm a beginner? Can I handle all that electrifying energy? Absolutely. Thundersnake Dance Academy offers classes for all levels. From beginners learning basic snake-like hip movements to advanced dancers perfecting their synchronized lightning strikes. So not only do they teach mind-blowing dances, but also how to harness supernatural powers too. Sign me up. That's not all. Every student gets a free pair of rubber boots because this dancing can get slippery when sparks fly. Jen laughs. Safety first when dealing with electricity and snakes on the dance floor. Tom joining in laughter. Thunderous applause guaranteed after every performance. Literally thunder ooze. Jingle plays. Announcer. Energetically. Don't be shocked by ordinary dance academies when you can experience electrifying performances at Thundersnake Dance Academy, where lightning meets serpentine moves. Visit thundersnakemoves.com now to sign up and channel your inner electric dancer today.
podcast resumes. Jen. Still laughing. Now that's a shockingly good deal. Tom. Tom. Grinning. Absolutely Jen. And for all our listeners out there. Don't forget to use the promo code SNAP to get a free pair of lightning bolt earrings when you enroll. Dance like a thunderstorm and slither like a snake, only at Thundersnake Dance Academy. They burst into laughter as the podcast continues. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by the brilliant Jen. Thank you, Tom. Today, we have a fascinating research paper to discuss titled Red Comets, an ensemble classifier for symbolically represented multivariate time series. This paper introduces a novel approach to classify complex multivariate time series data using an ensemble classifier. But before we dive into the details, let's briefly explain what multivariate time series classification is all about. Absolutely. Jen. Multivariate time series classification refers to the task of categorizing data that consist of multiple variables recorded over time. This type of data is prevalent in various fields such as finance, healthcare, engineering, and more. However, classifying multivariate time series can be challenging due to its high dimensionality, temporal dependencies, and varying lengths. That's right, Tom. And in this paper, Luca A. Bennett and Zara S. Abdallah from the University of Bristol introduce their innovative ensemble classifier called Red Comets, Random Enhanced COI for Multivariate Time Series. That addresses these challenges. The authors build upon the success of COI, which is an ensemble classifier designed for symbolically represented univariate time series data. Symbolic representation? That sounds intriguing. Could you explain what it means in this context? Of course. Symbolic representation involves transforming numerical time series data into a set of symbols or abstract representations. This transformation allows us to capture both fine details and broad shapes in the data. In red comets, they utilize two symbolic representation techniques known as symbolic aggregate approximation, SACS, and symbolic Fourier approximation, SFA, to extract discriminatory features from the multivariate time series, Tom. Ah. So Red Comets combines these symbolic representations with the ensemble approach of COI to handle multivariate time series classification. That's fascinating. I'm curious to know how well it performs compared to other state-of-the-art techniques. Great question. Tom, the authors evaluated Red Comets on benchmark datasets from the UCR archive which is a widely used repository for time series classification research. And guess what? Red Comets demonstrated competitive accuracy compared to state-of-the-art techniques in multivariate settings. It even achieved the highest reported accuracy for a specific dataset called hand movement direction. Impressive. But accuracy isn't the only thing that matters. 
right i'm also curious about the computational efficiency of this classifier absolutely tom the authors addressed this aspect as well they have significantly reduced the computation time compared to coi making red comets an efficient and effective choice for multivariate time series classification that's fantastic this innovative approach seems like a game changer in the field of multivariate time series classification gen can you give us a sneak peek into what we'll discuss next certainly tom in our upcoming segments we'll delve deeper into the methodology proposed by bennett and abdalla we'll explore their optimized univariate foundation built upon coi and their novel extensions for multivariate classification we'll also discuss their experimental results and compare red comets with other benchmark classifiers so stay tuned for an enlightening and informative discussion tom thank you jen for that fantastic introduction to this intriguing paper on red comets listeners get ready to expand your knowledge on complex topics presented in an intuitive way in today's episode upbeat jazzy music playing hey there fellow podcast aficionados we have an exciting new sponsor to introduce today get ready for some mind bending bite sized adventures in a bowl that's right tom our sponsor is dwarf delights the only culinary experience that serves up surreal and tasty adventures with every spoonful picture this you are sitting at your dining table hungry for some excitement suddenly a magical portal opens up in your cereal bowl and poof out comes a giggling gnome riding a miniature roller coaster made of bacon strips he whizzes by you while shouting riddles and showering you with freshly baked mini cupcakes just when you think it can't get any weirder the sky changes to rainbow colored marshmallow clouds overhead careful not to get sugar sprinkles in your eyes dive headfirst into an ocean of fruity cereal milk where aquatic squirrels ride dolphins fashion out a biscuit dough it's truly a breakfast fit for alice in wonderland meets lord of the rings on acid jen laughing absolutely wild and don't worry about those pesky calories because all these delights are miniaturized without skimping on flavor or absurdity tom whispering first jen can someone overdose on weirdness jen whispering back well tom if they manage that feat while enjoying dwarf delights psychedelic breakfast experience they probably deserve an award or two or three cheerful theme music resumes both in harmony so tune into our podcast every week and remember life is too short for boring meals feed your imagination with dwarf delights and let the magic unfold one spoonful at a time announce a voice over with enthusiasm dwarf delights turning breakfast into your own surreal mini adventure available now at all major grocery stores and interdimensional food markets near you podcast music fades out Music